Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want to help you feel confident in your role of raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Joshua Humpa. I'm the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God for the past six years and parent of two spectacular kids. In this episode, we're going to help you lead your kids towards the Holy Spirit and to help you feel like you got this. Welcome back to the Confident Parent Podcast. Today is a special episode, like I say every time. We're actually, we've snuck into a hotel room at the Kalahari at Kids Blast, one of the biggest kids event that we have in Wisconsin for kids. And I have a very special guest with me today. His name is Kelly Presson. Kelly, say hi to the people. Hey, everybody. And what, I was a little worried. You said you snuck in. You mean you didn't register? <laughs> no, no, we're registered. Oh, and, uh, okay. Just checking. I, I knocked on the door, too. I didn't climb through the ceilings to get into this <laughs> hotel room. Uh, but we're in Kelly's room, and uh, we're going to talk today about the Holy Spirit. Nice. That's a big topic. And so I'm, I'm sure for, for many of you listening, you hear the Holy Spirit, and you have absolutely no idea how to talk to your kids about it. If a kid asked you, if your child asked you today, how do I get baptized in the Holy Spirit, mom and dad? You would be like a deer in headlights and have no idea. And so today we want to talk about that and help you feel confident to lead your kids into that. So before we begin talking about the Holy Spirit, Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what what do you do? Because this guy is a big kids guy. He works at the National Assemblies of God office. Kelly, tell us about yourself. Um, Well, so as you said, I work at the National office. I've been there about two and a half years. And I'm the director of leadership development for the kids ministry department. And we do a thing like my baby is called Hydrate. It's a digital training platform for um, kids ministry leaders. And so that's the majority of what I do. Of course, I speak and do leadership conferences and still do kids ministry because I feel like you need to be on the front line. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to uh, continue to teach uh, kids ministry leaders. I've actually gone through a year of Hydrate. Oh, so you've teaching. done essentials. Yes. Awesome. And that's so that means you're signing up for Amplify. <laughs> Let's move on to our real time <laughs> for something. So Kelly, the Holy Spirit. Yes. Just kind of a painting the, the big picture. Mm-hmm. Can you just explain to us so that we just have a, just a defining foundation? Sure. Who is the Holy Spirit? Wow. Those are really good questions. You know, the Holy Spirit to me uh, I'm, I'm staying away from just your normal answers because everybody knows what those are. Yeah. The Holy Spirit to me is so important. Not that we don't know that, but uh, and we've just seen in the news some some well-known Christians who have turned from the faith. Uh, they're going a different way. And obviously we can't, I've I'm, I'm not been with them. I can't say what happened in their life. But I think it's so important today that our kids have an experience with the Holy Spirit of God, that they know God is real. And not just one experience, but experiences that they recognize not only the heart of God, but the voice of God. Um, When I was a little boy, seven years old, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I want you uh, to do what that man on stage is doing. That's so cool. And uh, it took a few years for that to happen, but I never forgot it. I can remember years and years as a little boy praying at night that God would help me to do what he called me to do at seven years old. So, Excuse me. So I know that kids can hear the voice of God. And that's that's, again, the power of the Holy Spirit. Kids have to have an experience. Otherwise, um, just head knowledge of God and head knowledge of the word. When they move out and they get out from underneath the the parental covering, everything in the world is going to come against them and say that's not true. 
Yeah, and you're they, absolutely right. So they better know. Back in the old days, they would say, knowing your knower. You know, they, you better know that God is real. Yeah. Because then no matter what someone says, you may not understand it and you may wrestle with it. And I, I believe it's okay to have questions Absolutely. about your faith. I believe it's even healthy. But no one will ever convince you that God's not real because you've experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I answered your question, but that's just so key and it's on my heart today. Yeah. And so after Jesus went back to heaven, he said, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you this, this comforter, this friend, this mm-hmm. guide. It's going to be the Holy Spirit. And now that's now post-resurrection. Uh, that's how we interact with the power of God is through the, the, the Holy Spirit. Uh, I was at a summer camp as a kid, uh, second grade. I remember it. I had the choice to either go to the big fun water bonanza thing or I could go to the service where the speaker was talking about the Holy Spirit and the baptism. And I went to that and I learned about it. And I just like you said, as a kid, I remember being at that altar that night in the service and receiving the power of the Holy Spirit speaking in a brand new heavenly language and that's a moment i will never forget that just like you said the experience right. no one can ever take that that away from me yeah i mean it's again it's key we need the word of god we're not minimizing that because you need truth to go along with the experience absolutely you know you need to know what the word says but truth without that experience without the experience of the holy spirit uh, i believe it falls short i believe it's proven that it falls short over and over i mean if you think about it the devil knows the word of God, yeah. right? Yeah. But he's not filled with God's spirit. With yeah. God's spirit, he's Ooh, not filled. But he good. knows the word. He can quote it. Yeah. But what good has it done him? Right. Yeah. I mean, that sounds almost like sacrilegious, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's more to it. We. It's not either or. It's both. Yeah. I love that. So, Kelly, um, you've walked kids through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. What kind of encouragement would you tell parents at home Um how can they encourage their kids to experience the power of the Holy Spirit in home? Because it doesn't have to happen at some camp, at, at a church service. God really wants to do this in home. Sure, exactly right. Uh, you know, it's funny, and I don't want to go on a tangent, and so I may have to pull me back to the actual question, but my mind is racing all the years that I've prayed with kids at a church or campgrounds and things of that nature. And, you know, Pentecostal flavor, sometimes everybody feels it has to be done a certain way. And, you know, like typically it's in the midst of an altar service and the music's playing and people mm-hmm. are praying for you. Well, And that's great. I got I absolutely love that. But it's not the only way. There are some kids who are more, much more private than that. And I've dealt with them at the altar, even at camps. And, you know, I cannot tell you, Josh, the times that I said, you know what? It's obvious that, uh, you know, God has created you to be a little more quiet. You're a quieter individual. Yes. A little more private. And they'll shake their head. Yes. And I said, let's just go back to your seat. And I just sat beside them. <coughs> Excuse me. I just sat down beside them. And it's pretty loud in there. Yeah. So I just tell them, I said, listen, let's just pray right here. And I can't hear anything you're saying. I said, you know, it's loud. I can't hear you. But God knows. And it, right here. And I can't tell you the times that kids just sitting in their pew. I haven't touched them. I've not laid hands on them. Yeah, you know? it's nothing wild and crazy. No, it doesn't have to be that. And they receive right there. Right yeah. there. Uh, and then some kids, you know, they go home and they receive in their home like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Many times it's, uh, we always try to encourage them when you're laying in your bed at night, there's nobody there, but the Holy Spirit's there. Yeah. And you can talk to him. I can't tell you the amount of times that kids have come back and said, you know, in my room, uh, I was filled tonight. Yeah. Because sometimes the pressure's off too. And so for a, for a parent, I would say uh, some of the important things are to talk about your experience. You know, maybe you've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and that's okay. Yeah. But are you interested? Are you open to the idea? And the best thing you can do for a kid 
to teach them anything is to talk about your experience. That's great. That's the best thing. And so if you say, man, there's this time in my life where the Holy Spirit did this or said this, or I remember this time and I was so moved by the Holy Spirit, you know, those things are important because now you're making it a norm, normal part of your life. So it's not weird or, or, um, or spooky or anything like that. Yeah. It have to be that way. And I got more to say, but I want you to say something before I do. Kelly, this is, man, this is like a fire hydrant. This is such good stuff already. And we're only halfway through the podcast. Yeah, good. Well, we got more than that. <laughs> um, so let's talk about how do you know that you've been, that you received the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit for those that have not received that before, or right. maybe they're new to the faith or, or new even to this idea. Mm-hmm. What are the, what are the signs that their child has received it and that they're ready? That's great. Um, I kind of want to go through maybe what I've been taught by some other people that I have seen. Uh, and I have used it because it's effective. Um, when I'm praying with the kid at the altar, they usually they come forward for that specifically to be filled. So then you, well, obviously they're ready. If they're not, I, who can say? I can't say if they're ready. I can't right. say if they're It's ready. up to God. But right. they come. And so uh, I believe God's a giver of good gifts to those who ask. So if they come to ask, I believe God will, will, uh, will do what he said he would do. And so I just try to, first of all, set them at ease. The main thing is getting getting their mind on God. You know, some kids will beg God. I, I don't believe we have to beg God, do you? I don't have to beg. My son doesn't have to beg me to give him something I want him to have. Yeah. He doesn't have to beg me. So I, I talk to him about that. Listen, you don't have to beg God. Just talk to God. Draw near to him. And um, it's been my experience for most people. You'll begin to feel God's presence. And you'll know when you feel God's presence because it it's usually a warm feeling, not necessarily uh, the difference between hot and cold is just a warm on the inside. You just feel good. Right. It's a loving, warm feeling, and you'll begin to feel his presence. And I'll say to the kid, because usually you can tell, even if they're not looking at you, usually you can tell, and you'll be like, you're feeling God's presence right now, and they'll shake their head, yes. I'm saying, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's the Holy Spirit. Isn't it good? And they'll yeah. be, yes. So here's the thing. Any, I tell the kids this. God has never given me anything that wasn't good. Yeah. And my experience with him is, you know, it's always been good. He's not ever going to embarrass you. Of course, I set this up with the scriptures. You know, God's not going to embarrass you. The Bible says if, if a son asks his father for an egg, would he give him a scorpion? No. <laughs> would, he, you know, would he give him a snake? No. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do those things. So you can have confidence that you're not going to get something fake or phony. Right. None of those things are going to happen. God is not going to embarrass you. Um, and you see it as they begin to uh, feel the presence of the Lord. I just encourage them to go after that feeling. Yeah. To go after God, tell him that you love him, speak to him. And it's very important, parents, I have to tell you this. Probably the biggest uh, hurdle that a kid has to get over is using their mouth. Yeah. So I do an exercise. Now, I don't do all this at one time. This is like I do th- if I'm doing a camp, I'll do a setup during the day and a service at night and then a follow up the next day. So it's a lot of teaching and you're getting quite a bit right now. Yeah. But I, I, I ask them to do this. I do this at the altar. I'll say, close your mouth, completely cl- close it. And tell me and say, Jesus, I love you. Hey, let's practice that right now. If yeah, you're in the car, if ahead. you're doing it, close your mouth. Close your mouth. And say, Jesus, I love you. Mm-hmm. you, you can't, <laughs> it doesn't you, work. You can't do it. Yeah. And so that's why I point to the kids. I'm like, okay, you can't speak in English with your mouth closed. Guess what? You can't speak in tongues with your mouth closed. Bingo. You can't is. do it. You yeah. have to use your voice, your mouth. Uh, and so I encourage them to talk out loud to God. And normally what happens, again, this is not 100%, but... Normally, I would say 90% or more of the times, kids will begin to talk to God and however they do it. And uh, I like to have music playing because most kids are afraid to be heard. 
in a private thing. Think about it. I don't like to pray out loud to you sitting here. I feel weird about it, right? <laughs> right. So I like to have some music playing so they don't feel like I'm listening to every word they say. Mm-hmm. All right? That's that's me, but I feel like it works good for kids. Um, but they'll begin to talk, and you'll notice when they're trying to say, I love you, Jesus, they'll kind of stutter a little bit, or like they're having a problem saying it. And I'll usually just stop them quietly, and I'll say, Josh, right then when you were talking to the Lord, you were feeling his presence. Is that right? Because I, I don't want to tell them something that's not true. I'm not trying to lead them down a path that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so is that right? And they'll be like, yes, you know, yes. And I, I could tell, you know, I could really see the Prince Lord on your face. It just it just shows that, mm-hmm. that God is speaking to you, that he's, that he's dealing with you. Um, and then I say, um, you know, there where you were saying whatever, I love Jesus. And you're kind of having the struggle saying that. And they're like, yeah. I said, do you, do you know what I believe that is? I believe that's the Holy Spirit encouraging you to speak this new language that he's giving you. Because mm-hmm. have you ever had trouble saying, I love you, Jesus, before? And they'll be like, no. <laughs> I yeah. said, so there's the thing. You know, the Holy Spirit's not going to make you do something. He's just trying to teach you, gently teach you, and guide you that direction. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people who do it a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are just some, if you'll notice, they're very, I guess, soft ways. Right. It's the kid's decision. It's I'm not pushing them. I'm not shoving them into we something. You want to lead them. I want to lead them. But we're but not going to shove them into no, it. We're I want to really gonna... guide them, not that's not so much word. even lead them. I want yeah, to guide them. Is a good word. Yeah, I really want to guide them. Um, now, I have to say this because this is something I learned from someone. Actually, it's in the second year of Hydrate. I learned from a, a missionary. It's incredible teaching, and I do it in my camps now. Um, we, we do some teaching about who the Holy Spirit is, and I bring all the kids to the front. That If they'll come, you know, come to the front, and we just kneel before the Lord. Check this out. No music. Nobody's praying for them. None of those things happen. I say, you know what? The Holy Spirit here, I've read the scriptures about, about being filled, and he loves to give good gifts to his children. I said, you know, on the count of three, I believe God's just going to fill some of us. We're just going to start speaking out what the Lord has given us, and you'll be shocked, Josh, especially if you grew up in in an old-school Pentecostal church. Yeah. You'd be shocked. Every single time, mm-hmm. there'll be multiple kids get filled just like that. That's cool. There's no there's no emotion, no yeah. music, no nothing. And they'll just begin to just begin to speak out because cool. the Lord has given it to them. So I guess what I'm saying is there's so many different ways. This don't put... It doesn't have to be this exact formula. Yeah, so don't put it in the box. There's not, you know, hey, three songs, stand on one leg, and, and, <laughs> and somebody shout in your ear. Yeah, get that go. antenna up there so you yeah, can connect with Yeah, you. I mean, you know, those are all good things, but it doesn't have to be that mm, way. That's good. And, and I think people are different. Yeah. Kids are different. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. individual, every child yeah. is different. And so yeah. that guy likes to deal with each kid different. And I don't know. I really like, don't get me wrong. I really like the celebration part. I really like the loud part. I, mm-hmm. If you know me, you know I like that. But there's also something really incredible about that. Just sweet, quiet moment when kids receive. It's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We do a lot of Holy Spirit services for the kids on Sunday mornings. And um, I remember one of the first ones, we have a, a prayer warrior at our church, a guy that actually leads one of the prayer groups. He said afterwards, he said, I just felt the Lord you know, wants, wants the kids to know this today and forever, but that even if they didn't receive the, the power of the Holy Spirit today in yes. service, that when they go home, what I want, what they should say to God is, hey, if this is real, would you make it real for me? Sure. You know, if this is real, God, if yeah. what I've heard today, what I've seen other kids experience and do, if this is real, would you make that real for me? Mm-hmm. And so we encourage our kids after every service that, it, you know, if they saw it and for some reason they didn't get it that day, yep. we tell them, go home 
and then right. say this prayer that if this is real, yeah, God, that's good. Yeah, because the Bible is clear that the initial physical evidence is that you speak in another language, right. um, and so yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Sometimes I feel like um, like a kid has really received something from the Lord, but they were afraid to go the next step. Yeah, you know, they were just afraid, and so sometimes, like you said, being at home where it's not a lot of uh, hubbub going on, yeah, and they're just having an honest conversation with God. Then again, the pressure's off. I try to keep the pressure off. Mm-hmm. I think how I've explained to you is I try to just not make it a pressure filled situation with a huge expectation. Hey, man, yeah. God's God. And I always tell kids this Did you, do you feel like you got closer to God with what happened today? And, and I'll be like, That's victory. Yeah. That's victory. Yeah. Just keep doing that. And yeah. one day you'll be filled and you'll just be even better. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. So there might be parents listening that they think, Great. Yeah, of course I want my kid to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Be. Sure you know, more faithful in the relationship with Jesus, have this supernatural ability to just shine bright for Jesus. But you know what? I'm just going to let the pastors and the church take care of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's definitely an option. But yes. today we want to encourage them to take the step even further at home because they are the primary spiritual developer of their children. Absolutely. So, I, I would encourage the parents just to do a word study on the Holy Spirit from your from the Word of God. You know, it's easy to do. We've got all these Google the Word Holy Spirit. Yeah, we've got all these yeah. electronics now. And and. Maybe just one evening, mm-hmm. sit down and have a teaching on it. Say, you know, I'm just going to pray. We're just going to pray, mm-hmm. and let's pray and ask the Lord to fill us all. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be difficult. Don't put. Here's the thing: we're not God, and and we're not the Holy Spirit. I can't push the right button and make it happen, and neither can you. All I can do is is kind of set the table, and and let the Holy Spirit move. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, as a parent, and that happens in your home. Uh, what could be better than that? Yeah. How many times, Josh, have you been at a camp and a kid is really receiving something from God in your life? You thought, oh, gosh, I wish their parents were here to see this. Right. How many times? Yeah. I've actually taken a video, snuck a video once in a while <laughs> so I could show them. You've done the same. Yeah. yeah. So just to be a part of that oh, firsthand. Man. It's so special to see yeah, you do that. very much. Yeah. One of the ways that, one of the things I tell a lot of parents, for, even for Kids Blast, this, this trip that we're at right now, is that when they're away from mom and dad, they have for the first time their choice to like, am I going to pursue God by myself? And it's just a very independent, you know, step towards God. And so God does big things through that when they choose to do that. And so that's one part of this, but man, the home, the home should be where the Holy Spirit is permeating throughout, you know, when you walk into your house that you feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we want to encourage you parents to. It's good. Yeah. You know, the word of God talks about walking in the spirit. Yeah, you know, and that I think that means different things for different people. Uh, so we're not going to go into all that, but walking in the Spirit, I want my home to be a place where the Holy Spirit is not only welcomed but pursued. Ooh, and yeah. um, that doesn't mean you got to be weird, or uh, it, I don't think there's anything weird about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have made it weird, but yeah, the Holy Spirit's right. not weird. Um, one of the things that I would suggest is even having uh, your home. It's not all the time, but a place where. There's worship music playing sometimes, mm-hmm. and, and you're just courting the presence of the Lord. It, it's not, I mean, you might be cooking dinner, but there's a worship song on it, and your spirit, your heart, you're worshiping God while you're cooking. Yeah. Kids pick up on that, yeah. and the presence of the Lord is there, you know? And so that makes it more of a normal situation when your home is a place, it's, you know, it's not everything spiritual happens at church and at home where you just have it home. Right. Um, no, I mean, you can mix the two without having church at home. I and mean, that's where it becomes reality. Yeah. Right? And that's where kids are going to, when it, when it happens at home, they're far less likely to walk away from God as they grow older. Absolutely. And especially yeah. our dads. You know, I, I don't know how many dads we have listening, but 
I just want to encourage the dads. The, st- the statistics are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference. I wish I had them in front of me, but um, something. To, I'm going to get close. Like this is just about coming to church, just church attendance. The latest statistics that I saw, which is not super new, um, like 17 percent of kids who come with, alone will stay at church, and it was like 30 something if they come with their mom. It goes up to 90. Yeah. If they come with their dad, I've seen that. I've seen it's those crazy. The, I, just saw that. I mean, obviously, God has made the man the spiritual head of the home. If right. he'll assume it, if he'll assume it, yeah, God has made him that, yeah. Uh, and so it just has more power when dad is the one leading the way, yeah. yeah. And if you're a single mom, hey, yeah, whatever the situation is, you can do the same. I was raised by a single mom, yeah, yeah. And look at you, I was raised by a single mom. <laughs> my parents got divorced when I was eight years old, oh wow, and my mom was single that whole time after, so mm-hmm. yeah, I can definitely testify. My mom taught me, um, so much. I got saved at home, my mom led me to oh, Jesus, great. that's cool, at the couch. And now you're here at Kids Blast in front of a thousand kids about to share the gospel. <laughs> well, because your mom did it at home. That's my mom great. was faithful. She had a lot of. I, I want to say this because I think this would be an encouragement. My mom had a lot of problems and a lot of issues. Uh, she was she was uh, manic depressant, bipolar. Uh, so she had a lot of a lot of mm. um, obstacles. Yeah. But she raised me to know the Lord, and she raised me to love His the presence of the Lord, uh, even in the midst of her weakness. And I just want to encourage people out there because I know that. Most people don't have a perfect situation. Right. You don't. But God is faithful. Yeah. You know? That's great. And he's more than enough. That's what I love about him. He's just more than enough. Thank you so much, Kelly, for sharing today. This is this is really great wisdom. I really appreciate you being here. I hope so. So again, we want to encourage you with the the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, I guarantee you, your kids will be better kids as a result of receiving the power of the Holy Spirit. If your kids are struggling, if you're not connecting with them, if they're not obeying the Holy Spirit is the one that will straighten them out and to uh, help them become more like who God created them to be. So, hey, we're rooting for you. We're praying for you. We're excited to hear the stories that you have of how God has done incredible things to your kids because you, as a parent, are raising them to love Jesus. Today, we hope you feel more confident in your role as a parent and that your family's best days are ahead. Subscribe right now so that you'll always be the first to hear new content from the Confident Parent Podcast. And if you're excited about this, please let somebody know. You can send them a text right now about it. Our podcast will grow as you rate and review. So as episodes come out, please share with the world what you think. Oak Creek Assembly of God is a church in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And if you live anywhere in the Milwaukee area, we invite you to come join us on our Sunday morning services at 8 and 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're all in when it comes to kids. And we know that your kid's going to love it. Hope to see you here soon. There's no perfect way to parent, and all of us are trying to figure out how to do this. We're praying for you and believing that the best is yet to come for your family.